Alright, podcast recording, recording, rolling, rolling, rolling. How's everybody doing, doing, doing? Hey, it's your hero, Big John here, Americana, the American Way podcast and video stream, download, whatever they do with the videos. I don't know. Something. Gotta feel something bad about to happen. No, wait, how's that song go? Got a real good feeling something bad's about to happen. Make it happen, Captain. You can find me on Parlor, where I parlay at the real Big John. Why did my YouTube relaxation music just stop? All I did was click on a different video. So let's see if the video will record tonight. A lot's been on my mind. I don't know why this all just hit me today, struck me at once. Um, man, I was working, and I, I drive a, a vehicle for a living. Uh, this has nothing to do with the podcast, really, just a tidbit into my life. But I'm driving along, I'm, I realize there's a guy tailgating me, and I, and I feel like I'm moving a little slow. I look down, and I'm like five miles an hour under the speed limit. So I sped up, but I was like gaining on the car in front of me. Um, I sped up to the speed limit, I look back, and this guy's tailgating me still. After I sped up five miles an hour. Uh, to this, uh, going the speed limit. Had my cruise control on. So, I say screw it. I dropped back to 40 miles an hour. And now he's even closer to my tail. I mean, he's like almost pushing my car. So I do got on to like 35 miles an hour. So finally, and and I didn't gain any space on the car in front of me. So there was nothing I could, I was doing wrong. I was going with the flow of traffic. And I was kind of trying to piss this dickhead off too. But, uh, so finally he passes me. I lay on the horn, flip him off middle finger, flip him the bird, whatever you want to say. He cuts me off like he's trying to run me off the road. So I follow this clown. Turns down a side, the next side street. I turn behind him. He's motioning, me for, motioning for me like pull up alongside him. When we were on the main road, he kept motioning for me to pull up alongside him. Well, I wasn't going to do that. I just wanted to be left alone. Well, once I realized he's trying to get me to, like, get, what does he want me to come up next to him and race him or something? So, we're on the side street. I pull up next to him. I'm rolling my windows down, getting ready to go, what the F is your problem? You know, you're tailgating me, then you try to run me off the road? I, I mean, the bed of his truck was even with the front fender of my car when he started changing lanes. 
he and he was in a brand new truck. It still had the 30-day temporary tag on it. Obviously making up for some inadequacies in other places. So I hit we're on the side street. I'm blowing my horn and giving him the finger still. And he pulls he stops for no reason. So I pull up next to him, roll my window down, start to say what the F. I get what and my timer for my uh, my alert that I had another rider waiting for me dings on my phone and he peels out. Well, he tried to. Didn't do a very good job of that, but he pulled away really fast. And he kept his hand out the window waving at me to come on, come on. You know, and had I not had a passenger waiting for me, I was like, screw it, making money is more important. But man, Jared just hit that breaking point in life where you're tired of people bullying you and picking on you that don't even know you. And they're like judging you because, you know, I'm driving an older car than he is. Uh, I have a tendency to run into stationary objects, so it's got some dings and, and problems. Nothing major, I mean, it's still a presentable, nice-looking car. I get a lot of compliments from normal people, but this was some rich prick driving into his ritzy neighborhood, making up for his insecurities with his big old truck. He had a bunch of Mickey Mouse tattoos down his arm and his the sleeve of his casual dress dress casual shirt cuffed slightly above his wrist in the latest fashionable way. It's just like man. I don't know. I wish they had implants for men like they do for women. And maybe some of these guys wouldn't be so insecure and have to act like total jerks. And then I'm I'm driving in another area and some hayhead, another brand spanking new car, window nice Mercedes, windows all blacked out, temporary tag on it, so I know it was brand new. They come flying up behind me, go around me, cut me off to get to their exit. I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? I'm going I'm always going the speed limit or maybe five miles an hour over. I don't know, man. Maybe the Lord's trying to teach me something. Maybe there's a learnable moment in this. Maybe I'm maybe the Lord's trying to teach me humility or patience or something, but I was not patient with the pickup man and uh his little uh look at me, I'm a insecure badass so I'm going to tailgate people and try to run them off the road he probably would have killed me had I actually followed him and you know tried to do something yell at him get out of my car he probably would have shot me but it is what it is I guess we just have to put up with the people in the world with the 666 on the forehead I'm going to fire up a stogie. 
get the video recording here on Americana the American Way with Big John at Parlor the Real Big John all one word uh, on Rumble it's Americana the American Way I restarted my YouTube uploading too same channel Americana the American Way telegram me you guess that you can guess the name of the telegram line or I don't know what they call it on telegram page message I use it for a messenger but whatever I this the real theme of this is not about my uh, incidents with road rage today uh, I honestly am at the lowest point in my life when it comes to disheartened, uh, heartbroken, saddened at how pathetic our government leaders are. They're not leaders, pardon me, no. I can't even say leader and what we have in elected offices in the same sentence. And I want to clearly as crystally say the exempt th this goes from the lowest local level to the highest state level to the highest federal government level the people that are exempt from what I'm about to say make this clear because I literally honestly do mean from the lowest local level to the highest federal. I'm not even going to talk about Joe Biden. That's obvious that uh, I'm disappointed with him and various members of Congress. But it's really pathetic and pitiful and sad the things that we elect to public office. We don't elect leaders anymore. That's done. It's done. It's fin it's finished. Both sides of the aisle. Finito. Gone. Gaspinto. Bye. Arriva Derche. They're gone. We elect people with electability. Sorry, I smack my lips a lot when I'm uh, making a dramatic pause. I hate when people smack their lips. Um, this word electability stuck in my craw. It started in the late 90s, maybe before that. But I, I started hearing it a lot in that early 2000, late 90s uh, frame. And it's based uh, literally, uh, you know, what's your political pedigree? What what what's your physical appearance? What what do you look like physically? So I'll delve into all that. But let, let me just tell you who's exempt from what I'm about to say. One out of the three 
county commissioners in my area is exempt. I'll drop subtle, subtle heavy hints so they knows who they are, but to avoid getting sued, I'll uh, keep names out of it. Uh, so one out of the three county commissioners is exempt so far. The jury is out on him. Uh, seems like a nice enough guy. Tim Ginter is exempt from this. The members of the Wellsville Local School District Board, Board of Education, are exempt from this. The current um, current mayor and former mayor of Wellsville, the late Nancy Murray, and uh, her replacement, Randy Allman, are exempt from this. Four out of the six council members are exempt from this. Malfeasance. Um, on the borderline, because of the phone call I had with him last night, on the borderline uh, is my county prosecutor friend. He said something that I'll say later that stuck in my craw that I didn't appreciate. Um, so, anyhow. Oh, and the county sheriff. My county sheriff. The jury is still out. Although, I, we'll, we'll talk. But he's, he's nice enough to me. So... Any and all American elected officials from the lowest local, village, county, state. I'll, I'll exempt my state senator, um, Mike Rooley. He's, he's not done a bad job either. Uh, so, <clears throat> all the way up to the highest federal level. Your top senators, the ones you see on television shooting their mouths off, they've all just disappointed me so severely. But really, now it's come down to the local level, people that I know. Uh, I'm so disappointed, so disheartened is really the word. Um, and I just want to get it off my chest. Because some of you have lied to me. Some of you have gone into office beating on your chest going, ah, ah, I'm, I'm going to do me something. I'm going to kick some names and take some ass, you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it, the only political leader that I've seen lately is yours truly. But the only government, public servant, I don't even want to call myself a politician. Because there's differences in politicians and public servants and, and leaders. I'm a public servant and I'm a leader. So I'm going to play taps.
in honor or dishonor of how I feel towards what we've elected to government office, political office these days. But I'm going to focus on the local level. After I light one up. guess that's it. I thought there was more to taps than that. So I'm a slightly, slightly a bit uh, subtracted here. Subtracted. Uh, watching, catching up on my All Elite Wrestling and uh, Dr. Britt Baker DMD is about to take the the, the stage. Um, let me tell you something though the things that we've elected to government office are pathetic um, had a congress have a congressman can't name you one goddamn thing he's done for my area not a goddamn thing You hear me? You feel me? So, what happened was, we used to put on these big ass, big old, big ass tea party rallies, and he would come on down, say, I'm circulating petitions and considering running in two different congressional districts. And I'm going to run in the one I think I have the best chance at winning. And, and he did win. On mine and other people's coattails. And his hard work. He campaigned hard. But he's gone to Washington. And literally become a fat cat. He's put on about 50 pounds. I put on 150 so I can't say much. But I don't know what he's done for me. What's he done for this district? You know? I see him. Oh, look at me. I'm at the far. 
I'll hear com radio commercials. This this gets my goat. I'll hear commercials on the local radio station. Congressman such and such will be at the Republican tent at the fair on such and such day. He and his entourage walk in. They keep him completely surrounded and isolated. Hi everybody, how you doing? He really he really talks like that. He's from Tennessee. But he spent 20-some years in the Air Force, so he can call anywhere he wants to in America home. According to him. And that's cool. You know, I mean, you can move around this country and run for congressional office. You, in fact, legally, technically, you don't even have to live in the district you're running in. Sherrod Brown pulled that little stunt. When they... They eliminated his congressional seat. He just ran for a new congressional seat, uh, like on the opposite side of Ohio. And then he ended up becoming a senator. Gosh, help us with that clown in the Senate. But, uh, you know, we'll hear these advertisements. Congressman at the county fair booth. Spends less than five minutes there giving some little speech to the rah-rah crowd that's there. Maybe if there's a constituent in the tent at that exact moment that he arrives, he'll talk to them. And then he'll leave. Oh, let's go walk. Let's go walk the the, the main... Where, what, what the hell they call that? The main... Main Street, I don't know, where all that disgusting food crap is. Let's walk the main way. Fairway? Whatever they call it. Uh, one year he went down to the cow barn, and this little suck-up that he's... He, well, everyone's little compared to me, but this, this guy's got a pot belly. He's like 60 and pathetic. Uh, but he's a suck-up that works at the Board of Elections. And gosh, love him. Bless his little heart. But he, he, he's so... Got his lips so puckered to this congressman's backside. <laughs> uh, one year, the congressman, after making his less than five-minute appearance at the uh, tent, said, well, I'm going to walk down to the livestock barn and check me out some cows. I'm going to milk... He ain't gonna milk no gosh dang cow. Uh, in fact, I'm making that up. There's a really good milkshake stand, though, near the 4-H uh, cattle barn, so I'm sure that's where they went. And this, But this little suck-up with a 60-year-old pathetic with his pot belly talks the 4-H people into giving the congressman the microphone and letting him make a speech to the cows I don't know <laughs> it was just so weird but that's one of these things that gets me if you say you're I'm gonna be at the county fair and I'm gonna be at the the GOP tent god damn it be there be there and be ready to listen to constituency and be ready to get yelled at cussed out called every dirty name in the book because that's part of your job. I knew it was part of my job. 
the other night I was out circulating my petition to run for my office again. And a guy was very upset. They were having a, uh, a family moment, if you will. Mom and dad were yelling at the kids is what was happening. Uh, but I bravely walked up because a friend of mine said, uh, have you tried the people across the street? And I said, oh, no, I haven't tried getting their signature for my petition yet. Uh, thanks. If they're a friend of yours, I'll walk over there and ask for their signature. So this guy comes at me with, you know, uh, I have four kids in school that all have uh, health conditions and masks are no longer mandated by the government. And I calmly explained to him what our, our policy was going to be, or at least what I thought it was going to be, and that we're going to leave it up to the parents to put a mask on their kid or not. Which it don't matter what anyone says. As a parent, I would believe you have the right to let your kid wear a mask during cold and flu season or whatever you felt like it. it if you felt it protected them and they have uh, underlying uh, immune health problems. But when I calmly explained this to man, this man, he calmed right down. Oh, really? You have an, a, an explanation and an answer and a solution to my problem? Wow, that's great. Yeah, I'll sign your petition. You're doing a good job. Uh, what do I? How much money do I make? I make roughly maybe between twelve hundred and two thousand dollars a year in my position. Six-figure congressman who brags that he can't afford that. He oh man, he's struggling on that six-figure income. He's got to hunker down and camp out in his office. Can't even afford one of them fancy AOC $2 million apartments down there in Washington. Can't spend more than five minutes at a fair tent. But those of us, I'm not hanging out there this year. I haven't the last couple just because I've been too busy. I like the far tent. I like, I like going to the far. I like seeing the cattle and the critters and the chick. We're always across from the chicken and rooster barn and that's pretty cool that's what the fair is to me it's not those like deadly taking your life into your own hands rides or the taking your life into your own hands food <laughs> okay uh, or the rigged games that you cannot win uh, I, I like watching the kids uh, they come over and there's this one uh, he's retired now but he was a terrible county commissioner uh, he uh, used to give out combs with his names on his name on them, and the kids would come and you got any of those combs? They were really good for combing the feathers on our chickens, and I think that's just so cute. So we'd call it, you know, when we he would come, he'd hang out at the tent for hours after he got done work. I will give him that much. He did go to work every day for years and years. And he also didn't, he did not 
uh, do the re I'm going to retire and then run for office and basically collect a double salary. He did not do that. I'll give give the racist old cracker that much. But um, you know, I was talking to somebody on the phone last night, and there were. There was a, a person that we fired from the village uh, who's one of the two council members that's uh, not in the good graces. We fired him for uh, malfeasance. And I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who's a high-ranking person in county law enforcement. And I said, well, you know, there was stuff, you know, like every month he would order spools of weed eater string and take it home and use it for a side job. There was a couple pieces of village equipment that he had at his house, like a supposedly, allegedly, according to his, according to what our solicitor told me his ex-wife said, uh... A generator, a paint, eight thousand dollar paint sprayer, and uh, the guy would put in purchase orders for things he needed around the house. Allegedly, according to his ex-wife, uh, and I said to my friend, "How come this case was never prosecuted? Do you know if it went from the sheriff's department?" to the, the, the former prosecutor's office. Have you heard anything? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I haven't really. The name rings a bell. And I jogged his memory some more and more. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I have heard of that situation. And uh, I think they determined there wasn't enough evidence to go forward. He's like, but man, I got, you know, I got murders to prosecute. And I don't have time to worry about weed eaters. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't just say weed eaters. In fact, I didn't say weed weed eaters at all. I said weed eater string. But it goes beyond that. Taking kickbacks from uh, monument companies for recommending people buy monuments at a certain company. Let me take you to our state auditors. They came in, we were in our third fiscal emergency. My friend Nance brought us out of it very quickly, along with uh, the help of the, a great fiscal clerk, I won't name her. Um, but you know who she is, she's from, she's the only fiscal clerk in my hometown who's from Hong Kong, so props to you, my friend. Uh, we're sitting there and these folks from the auditor of state's office like the regional liaison others are oh we're big bad state auditors now our boss was going to run for attorney general but he said I'm going to audit this cheer state and clean her up instead shit I made a snitch list, a rats list. Top 10, let me puff this stogie a minute while I calm my little self down. 
So I made my snitch list. Which I was asked to do. By uh, the private auditors that we hired that were recommended by the state. They took said list around to the people that I named on it. And said, here's what John said about you. What do you have to say in response to this? Now we were... I was told that this was going to be given to the state investigators. They would look at my accusations and investigate them. And then, obviously, I figured I would be called to trial. Uh, if, if it got to that point, which it never did, because state auditors with their... <laughs> we're from the big, bad state auditors. Look at our chest puffed up three inches higher than our one inch uh, anyway so they take my snitch list around and the people I ratted on were told this is what I what I said about you so now I got <laughs> a drunkard former mayor who carries a gun in her purse her husband that's a sheriff's deputy and a crooked councilman who they swore they were going to put in prison and never did a damn thing. All giving me these dirty, evil looks. Won't speak to me. Because they found out I ratted. Alright, that's fine. Come at me. I'll take it. I'll deal with it like a man. But don't ask me to write... A snitch list that's uh, I'm assuming maybe I was even told would be incognito and just between me and the state auditor's office until it was time uh, for the auditors to question people or uh, prosecute potentially no as long as these people had a story to counter my story yeah, it's okay. You're cool. Yeah, big bad state auditors. This is the these are the people we elect to office. They'll poof their chest up and try to take credit and make themselves look big bad and ugly. The good, no, big, bad, and ugly wasn't the right way to say it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Big big and bad try to put on a dog and pony show. They won't do it. They don't do nothing. There's some other audit things where some people I work with... Um, well, it's not public record yet, so i got to shut up. Or... Uh, are actually equal some of us some of them are in equal amount of trouble to the well the people that truly perpetrated the crimes and drove the the people that perpetrated the evil doings the wrongdoings that drove Wellsville to fiscal emergency nothing ever happened to them the people that borrowed village equipment and never returned it <laughs> yeah borrow means return you derelicts but they say they 
borrowed it. And they still have it in their possession. But it was just borrowed. They might still have it in their possession. Allegedly. I don't know. I know, but I... Fuck them. First Amendment. I got the right to say what I want to say. Um... Nothing happened to those people that drove us to fiscal emergency, the ones that were truly, you know, running the councilman that ran in and out of the fiscal office saying, I told my friend to start this job and now he's finished, so write him a check. And don't tell council to vote for it. Uh, this is a, a contract, so it just goes in a file. Pretty thick file. There was a lot of contracts, no bid, that were given out. The contract may have been approved by council, but then the council man would take and use that that contract as his excuse to just order his friends to do random work or sometimes really expensive damn work in the village. Or one of his buddies would lowball bids and then put in change order after ch oh god we forgot to put this in the bid well that's why the village administrator and other people are supposed to look at the bid packet <coughs> and see if it matches the bid specs you know the requirements of the job that's what the specs are but oh we we forgot this this thing that should have been, it was in the specs, we forgot to put it in the bid, ah, oh, pay us more. Yeah, nobody was getting a kickback out of that shit. So, uh, I was asked to replace a, uh, my late friend who was chief of police with a, a new chief of police and I thought I had I worked myself into 240 blood pressure over this ended up in, in the hospital for a night they were shocked I didn't stroke out but I'm a tough son of a gun praise God 240 over 150 um It was the weekend before the election. I thought I had good people on both sides telling me 1,000% different stories. And what I didn't, oh, it didn't sink into me and my faith wasn't strong enough at the time. But I sat in church and prayed for an hour and a half or two hours. The ser Our services used to be a lot longer at church. Uh, they used to have three Sunday morning services. Uh, so anyways, I was at the second service and it, my head down, only time I looked up was to take my shot of grapefruit juice and eat my cracker for, uh, communion and to put my, uh, dollar in the collection plate. And uh, other than that, I didn't stand up and sing I, nothing. Man. I just kept my head down praying, praying, praying. All through the sermon, everything. I was like, I'm going to church and I'm praying. And I ain't doing nothing but praying. 
And when all these liars were misleading me, two county commissioners, and I swear to gosh, one is such a cracker. He's the only racist person I, I'm friends with. He'd own slaves if he could. He's retired now. But I am telling you, my other buddy is really looking out for me. Kept doing this six months. Oh, you just wait. Six months from now, such and such is going to get arrested with drugs. We got him cornered. He told somebody else that uh, they needed to tell me that they know people who are experts on drugs and they know that this person that I'm supporting for police chief or uh, potentially supporting is going to be arrested for drugs in six months. Well, a month would go by and they'd still say six months. Now, if a month's gone by, you should be saying five months, right? Ding, ding, ding. The light bulb never went off in my head. Anyways, back to church. So at the end of the church service, I'm still sitting there praying and just sitting there. And this little old man comes up to me and tells me to move over in the pew. And he sticks out his hand and says, I'm so-and-so. I used to be a police officer in this town. And I said, yeah, I know. You, you arrested my uncle a few times. I remember you. Uh, I was just a little tiny kid, but I remember you. And uh, he went on to explain to me, man, she sure opened a can of worms with that guy from, just say down south. And the, the, the little old man laughed and said, he wouldn't even know the streets in this town. Ha, ha, ha. That was my answer from up above. And I let the devil and the enemy who was in these other people that were advising me and looking out for my best interest and didn't want me to run. They didn't want to see me running for a bigger office down the road and be uh, have it brought out that I voted for this guy who was convicted of drugs. And by the way, after a couple years when the drug thing didn't happen, and I said, well, this you've been saying this six months drugs thing for two years. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, um, well, you know, there was this murder in town that he, uh, now, now it's six months from now, he's going to be prosecuted for this murder. You just guarantee, watch it. And I'm like, how come you guys talk to me this way, but you don't talk to these other people like that? And they are supporting this person that I wanted to support for police chief. And he said, oh, you just give it a month and he's going to do something that's going to shut them up. They always give these time frames and the time frames go by and nothing happens. You know what did happen? Their boy that they wanted to be police chief. His wife got indicted. Stole a, a boot, a booty load of money from a local social club. Club. I mispronounced club on purpose. I was trying to be cute. Uh, she said she was on. She was paying the bills. 
the husband who these derelicts wanted to be police chief, he was on something called the House Committee that voted to approve her paying of the bills. Now, gee willikers, gosh, geez. I'm not going further. That man's dead. He may may have been a nice guy. He was nice to me. God rest his soul. But my cracker friend, the only racist I'm friends with, the, the uh, retired county commissioner, which, by the way, he's not included in the uh, the two that I think are that was sniveling. One's a sniveling sneak and the other's a liar. Uh, but we'll just say that... Uh, the racist one kept bringing up the uh, potential chief of police's daughter and how she was always in trouble. As well as other people. Uh, but the, their boy that they wanted, to, they endorsed and wanted me to support, his daughter almost starved a baby to death good friend of mine uh, went ballistic on children's services because they kept taking said baby away from my friend giving it back to the mother and every time they would ask my friend to foster the baby it would be in worse condition IDK I don't know it's all allegation and rumor. Rumors have it. I'm just saying. These are the secrets that are told that never do unfold. These are the the rumors, the stories, the fantasies, the fairy tales I've heard, seen. Don't say if... <laughs> I won't say if I believe them or not. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because the people that are in power... And puff their chest out. We're walking tall like the rock. And Buford T. Pusser himself. You know, there really was a Buford T. Pusser that went around breaking up uh, illegal moonshiners uh, because he came home. He was so pissed off at how the illegal liquor trade was destroying his county. Uh, yeah, they all act like Buford T. Pusser. Or, I don't know, who who cares? They think they're the rock in the remake of Walking Tall. They <laughs> ain't walking shit. They know how to talk the talk, but they just don't walk the walk anymore. And this is the low, the low end. This is single-A baseball. This ain't even the major leagues. Imagine how bad it must be in, in Washington, D.C., or uh, New York City where the United Nations meets or in The Hague uh, you know where the UN has uh, one of its uh, courts and offices imagine what what a cluster screw it would be if we ever had a, a one world government Meist all cried I can't get a few county commissioners to pry their kids out of their cocky keisters for 2.7 seconds to tell me the truth. I'll tell you the truth. I'll take your damn... You know, the... the 
big shot from down south that they wanted to be police chief challenged me and the other council members to take voice stress tests, lie detector tests. It, they, I guess they hook a gizmo up to your throat and it, by the stress level of your voice, they tell if you're lying or not. I'll take it. I'll take it right now. As long as the other side sits in an adjacent room and takes it along with me and they answer my questions and I'll answer theirs. But, you know, the good old boys don't get invested. They get investigated. Eh, that's going to be too hard to prove. We'll just let them slide and they say, see, we got away with it. Ah, they ain't going to do nothing. We're just far enough inside the, the, it, the, the limit that you can stretch the law to without totally breaking it to get away with it. No, I think they, they broke it. I think they broke it. They didn't stretch it. They broke it. But, you know, I think a lot of our elected officials, bottom bottom to top, Presidente, down to the lowest level. Man, we'll say that the mayor of the neighboring city of me. All should change their names to Kenny Rogers because they're the cowards of the county. Or the country. No matter if you're a congressman, senator, president, the things, the humanoids, the derelicts we elect are pathetic. And I'm, I just, I've loved this country. I love the United States of America. I love my town. I love people. I, I'm like torn right now because I just want to give up. What's the point if if you have to be a, a liar and a sleaze ball in order to have this thing called electability? And you have to talk a huge game and never deliver. I hear things like, oh, I'll look into that. I'll get back to you. I never said that to anyone when I was a councilman. I never made an excuse. And when I caught myself starting to slip into that, well, you know, that, the bureaucracy, they, yeah, John, I would say, John, Big John, you're starting to act like the rest of them. You don't say that. At the very least, I would say, I will look into it and I will get back to you. And if there's something I can do about it, I will do it. If there's something I can change, I will change it. But I'll look into it and get back to you. I never said, well, yeah, nope, sorry, I'm a retired county commissioner now. But when I was a county commissioner, I used to always tell people, well, you know, you got to call that bureaucrat over there. By the way, you know where I can buy some... Oh, never mind. They don't do that anymore. Uh, but he wishes they did. So, uh, that, that's just my experience. I, I remember... Walked into a... This is... 
this one commissioner, he was, uh, I think he was on the Board of Education at the time, or superintendent, uh, but 1990 or 91, because, you know, the school year overlaps. So it was the basketball season, 90, either the 1990 half or the 91 half. My friend Aaron and I walk into this principal's office at a local high school near us. And I say, uh, where's the concession stand? We're, you know, we can't find it. And the principal where my racist count, former county commissioner friend was uh, board of education or superintendent. Uh, the racist principal there said, well, the, the uh, concession stands over there, but he needs to go back to his locker room. Because we don't like black people wandering around our school. 1990-91. Not Salma 1950. Not Salma, Alabama in the 60s. These inbred racist rednecks told my friend to go back to his locker room because he was black. Now technically speaking, his mother was white. So I guess only half of him had to go back. <laughs> no, those dumb crackers told all of him go to, to go back because he was uh, had too much pigmentation for those pieces of trash. So that's why I, I know my com former commissioner and friend is uh, racist. That's why he didn't want the uh, one person to be police chief because they had a little too much color in their skin. So they had to have been a bad parent. They had to have been a bad person. And I think a few other people thought that way too. But a friend of mine who was mayor recently passed. And I've just been emotional because she gave her life literally to this town. I tell you, I, I, I swears. If they have security cameras in heaven... And, and, and I get there and I believe I'm blessed enough I will I want to ask God can I see that moment that you called my friend home because I'll guarantee you when God was saying come on come be come, in, come be in peace well done my good and faithful servant I bet you she said I still have work to do in my hometown please don't take me but God said, go in peace. And that inspired me to call a friend of mine and ask him, hey, what happened to this cat that was like allegedly taking village equipment and not returning it? Yeah, I know there's a thing in our policy manual that says employees can borrow stuff, but borrow implies return. What happened to the allegations that he was putting in purchase orders well, you know, that was, you know, my buddy told me, hey, that was before my time, man. I don't really know. And I'm like, you know, this goes beyond weed eaters, bro. I know you got murders to prosecute and stuff, but this ain't about stealing a weed eater. This is about years of buying things on the village's dime and taking them home with you. This is about taking uh, alleged kickbacks. You know, rumors have it this is what was going on. That's 
And I was told that this guy was going to get years in jail. And then it just faded into the sunset. Nothing's going to happen. We, we have a bunch of Kenny Rogers in office, cowards of the county. And, and I mean that from the White House on down. I just use Kenny... Ro I like the Kenny Rogers song, The Coward of the County. Because uh, it's kind of like me. I, I kind of back down. I kind of let people push... I used to let people push me around. No, now I walk into the bar room and they laugh as I turn to walk away. But then you hear the pin drop when I stop and lock the door. And it becomes uh, ass whooping time. Not physically, just verbally, mentally, intelligently. But uh, so that's your edumentation on local, national. Told you I was going to bring some local politics into this podcast and uh, vid video channel. Told you so. Eventually I'll name names. When I decide that I'm done, D-U-N done, I'll tell you each and every one of their goddamn names. And they'll shit bricks. The bricks will be a pooping... They'll be pooping bricks. But they know who they are. They know what cowards and liars they are. I'm just disappointed in them and mostly myself that I let these uh, liars and cowards push me into that high blood pressure and scare the hell out of my mother. The worst anxiety attack the local hospital had ever seen. But I'm still here, still doing the work of the Lord and the little people. Like somebody says, but they don't work for shit. They don't do shit for work. But I really do. I want to I wanna do the Lord's work. And I, I want to ask you guys to pray for me. Because I, I really just want to give up. I'm so disappointed. So disheartened. Heartbroken. At the patheticness that we send. And we have in the nation's capital at this point. Republican and Democrat. The pitiful things that we have. At the state. County. Local level. It's pathetic. Saddening. Heart wrenching. So pray for me, please. Should I keep going? Should I keep... I just want to... I have this urge to be like the best. And the the best at public service. The best at helping people. But I'm so tempted right now to give up and give in. Hey, man. I've talked for an hour. God bless y'all. Pray for each other. Smoke a fat one. For those of you listening, I mean fat cigar. The people on video can see me. The people on the podcast don't. Oh, he's smoking a fat one. No wonder he's talking like a weirdo. No, I'm just spatting the truth. Hey, God bless you guys. God bless America. Pray for one another and uh, say a prayer for guidance. For God to give me direction in life. Peace out. Amen. All right.